0: Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Relationships Rule. I am so excited to be here with my guest who is here all the way from England, Talal Gondal. Welcome to the show,
1: Talal. Thank you, Janice. Really excited to be here.
0: So Talal and I are going to talk about a subject near and dear to both our hearts, and that's networking and building relationships. Talal is the author of a brand new book, which, as this episode airs, should be on the market because it's imminent. And anytime, anytime next week, I think, at this time of recording, his book is called Turbocharged Networking and in in which he shares the message that care, value, and service are the three key elements to building human connection, and human connection is critical to networking and building authentic long-term relationships. Talal is also a speaker, and his mission is to help people cultivate the mindset and develop the skill set to become world-class networkers. He Uh, His super passions are building relationship equity, creating holistic success and cultivating a savage mindset. Uh, A little bit about him that I learned just recently. He teaches math. He is a math lecturer. In England, you say maths with an S on the end. I guess that's That's just, yeah, mathematics shortened. He's also a boxing coach and enjoys reading nonfiction and watching UFC. Not going there. He also (laughs) loves going to the gym driving fast cars and has an, an unhealthy relationship with protein shakes. What a great oxymoron. Talal lives in Leicester, England with his wife, two kids and two cats. And um, again, welcome. And and Talal, we have to start with really um, something that I learned about you when I was reading up on you. And that was that your passion around networking started with a um, a podcast that you um, were listening to and heard my favorite mentor in network marketing and personal development. And that is Jim Rohn. And Jim of course said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So talk to me about that and how it, um, what's the word?
1: I can't think of it. It's gone, but prompted you to go forward around that. Sure, of course. So, Janice, imagine the scene that I'm sitting down at my desk and um, I'm actually doing some work. And in the background, I'm listening to this podcast. And the podcast is actually called The Mentee. It was hosted by Jeff Woods. Um, The season one was he was uh, hosted by Jeff Woods. And then since then, it's been hosted by different hosts. Uh, And I was actually the finalist for hosting season three. I was one of the final two people in the whole world to host season three. Um, I didn't win, Natalie won that one. So, you know, kudos to Natalie, but uh, you know, the mentee is actually one of the top business podcasts in the world. Um, And uh, that's when I heard the quote, you know, I was listening to the mentee and I heard the quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And um, I, I, I literally paused the podcast because you, you know, it, it almost blew my mind just listening to the chord. I had, I had really, never really heard it put that way before. And at the time, um, you know, I was going through a bit of a bit of a difficult time because I had just lost my job and uh, I was kind of looking at like, what should I do next? You know, I'm looking for more opportunities. I did reach out to everybody I know and I said, well, I've lost my job. What, what should I do next? Um, hoping that somebody will be able to point me in the right direction, give me some, you know, tips, and maybe have, have some ideas around what opportunities are out there, or maybe even have access to some opportunities they can share with me. And uh, literally, Janice, everybody I reached out to give me the same advice, supply for more jobs. And, you know, that's pretty sound advice. I can't ignore it. But the point is that, you know, that's not what I was looking for. I was looking for something more. And that, when, the, when I heard that quote, that really got me thinking, if you, I'm the average of the five people I spend the time, most time with, then maybe I need to change the five. Maybe I need to upgrade the five I spend the most time with. And that kind of, you know, was the beginning of my journey looking into this um, you know thing called networking, because I, I was trained as an educator, like you mentioned before, I was trained as a maths lecturer. I do not come from a corporate background or a business background, entrepreneurship background. I was trained as an educator. And so, really looking at this new thing about networking, and connecting with people who are not math teachers, by the way, was you know very daunting. And uh, I just started by going on Facebook and joined some groups and start talking to people. That then you know kind of evolved because I started you know connecting with some amazing people. And I was like, well, oh, this is pretty cool. You know what? What well, would be awesome is if I shared their stories with everybody else and everything I'm learning from them, if I shared that. And uh, so I started a YouTube show. It's called, it was called Hustlers for Live Motivation. It was just a hobby, you know. But I started a YouTube show, like a podcast like, like we we're doing today. And I started interviewing people. And um, as I was doing that, it, it just started to explode. Like I started connecting with some truly world-class, ultra super achievers, you know, unreachables of the world, like Dory Clark, like Gene McNaughton and Don Wettrick and Michael Roderick and all these guys that are coming into my world and it's blowing my mind. And I'm like, I, I, how, why are they talking to me? You know, <laughs> what, why, why, why are they spending time with me? You know, usually if you want uh, you know, a few minutes of their time, you probably have to pay them thousands. And here they are on a call and we're talking and they're giving me advice and, you know, we're exchanging presents, I'm, I'm buying presents for their cats and, you know, <laughs> what is this? And, um, you know, so the, that, that was really interesting. And that, I carried that on for a bit, it was just a hobby. And um, then eventually even COVID hit, it really got me thinking, what can I do with what I've learned? And that was the light bulb moment. I'm like, I, I should write a book about it. <laughs> Hence the birth of Turbocharged Networking, my book, which well, is coming up.
0: Okay. So a couple of things. I, I mean, I love your story. I love that you, you were basically, even though... And I I can relate because I was a teacher as well. And I think I shared that with you before. And I taught school for many years. And then I became a corporate trainer, which was still teaching. And I love teaching always, always, always. I'm still teaching in a different way. Um, However, I had to learn about networking. I had to learn about reinventing myself when I got out of that corporate world. And so you were looking, people that, were telling you to look for another job, that was their comfort zone for you, right? That was the people, right? And so to go out of your comfort zone, which you were probably, you were trying to step up to, but you were probably fearful and didn't know how to do it. And yet these people weren't going to tell you that because they liked you in your comfort zone because that was their comfort zone. And so when you did that and you started to um, up-level your connections, so to speak, I love that, and and I guess it. You, you keep you keep saying though it was just a hobby. It was just a hobby, right? You're still a math teacher. You'll always be a math teacher in one way or another because math is in your right. That's the way your brain thinks. But you you took that hobby and you've turned it into into more than a hobby. Now it's becoming a business, right? And um, and that's what I love. That especially in this now global economy that we're in, that we can speak to people all over the world. um, It's kind of exciting. And I have to add that I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of um, the type of people you were talking to, because you have been kind enough to introduce me to some of these people. And honestly, the level of these people in the work that they do is amazing. It's up there. And I felt the same way at first. I'm like, Oh my goodness, this person has like thousands and thousands of followers on, on Facebook. Are you sure they're going to want to talk to me? But you know, they're just people. And if they're the right kind of people that are givers, not takers that know the value of relationships, it'll be fine. And you pick that up on very, um, I think very easily, about people and you're easy to talk to. And so why wouldn't
1: they want to talk to you, you know?
0: So go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, that's a very good point, Janice. And, uh, you know, for for a lot of people in the audience who might be listening to this, Mm -hmm. um, that's a great message I think for them to hear because a lot of times we do have that sort of imposter syndrome, like why would anybody want to talk to me? What do I have to offer to people? And that's something I, you know, uh, address quite in depth in my book. Uh, Because I I experienced that for, for sure. And um, so, you know, the, the advice I have for people, if if they're feeling that way, is the fact that uh, when you reach out to somebody um, who, who's, possibly, you know, a, a super achiever, I call them super achievers because they yes. have achieved an, you know, ultra high level of success and they've created extraordinary results in their chosen field. And so mm-hmm. these super achievers, if you're reaching out to some super achievers, you're trying to connect with them, then the, the most important thing you need to do is lead by care, value, and service. Those three things that I believe are absolutely essential to human connection. And so what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to build a human connection. I'm not really, you know, focused on an agenda. It's not random. It's more about, I want to know what makes them tick, what gets them excited. They're just a person. Like you said, they're just another person. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody has their challenges. Everybody has their dreams and goals and ambitions and everybody has their pain points. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm stuck. I just want to come from a place of curiosity and authenticity, because those two are the, I I believe they are the turbochargers to building human connection. The reason you have to be curious is because you have to be more interested in the other person than trying to be interesting yourself. Okay. Nobody really cares what I have managed to achieve. Okay. No. Nobody cares about that. Okay. I'm just going to be honest with people. Nobody cares what you have managed to achieve. Okay. You have to put your ego to one side, and those, so these are what I'm talking about right now. They're they're part of my seven golden rules of networking. By the way, being curious, mm-hmm. you know, divorcing your ego, and uh, yeah. you know, being authentic, etc. So this this is all documented in the book, but you have to put your ego to one side and you really have to come from a place of, you know, curiosity and uh, say like, you know, what, what are you working on right now? So for example, Dory um, is uh, launching her book. It's coming out very soon. And so I know that. And what I can do is I can leverage that. How do I leverage that? Well, I can connect Dory to Janice because I know Janice has a podcast and Janice is looking for world-class amazing guests. And I know Dory would be a perfect fit because Dory is truly world-class, and um, she's looking to go on podcasts. And so all I have to do is just make an introduction, right? So it's oh, not-, but not just any introduction. Also, I must admit, the introduction
0: that you gave to both of us was amazing. And there is an art to that as well. And you definitely have that down. You totally, I mean, you raised both of our levels up. You made me feel really important about me in my introduction Uh, in your introduction of me to Dory, just as you did, vice versa. And just uh, an aside there, I will be having Dory on my podcast. And she was very, very, and this is what you're talking about. So when we had an initial chat, which was 15 minutes, and I didn't want to take any more of her time. And she, um, she made sure that she told me, that there's a chapter in her book that was, that speaks exactly to what we can talk about, about relationships and the power of relationships. So right away, she was making me feel that it was a good fit as well. And, and so I love that. So you talk about, um, you know, uh, care and care and value and service as the, the key elements, but how do you, How do you know when you're looking for those super achievers that you want to raise your level with? How do you know what you're looking for when you reach out to them? How do you reach out to somebody you don't know in in that instance? Are you looking at their LinkedIn profile? Are you looking at their website? Are you saying, okay, well, I can see that, you know, they have a huge following or I really love their website or they've got seven books or whatever. What is it that makes you want to reach out to them?
1: That's a fantastic question, Janice. And what made me reach out to all of the people that I connected with was the fact that I came across their content, whether that was a podcast, an article, their website, their post on LinkedIn, something like that, that really resonated with me. Like I I saw that and I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is actually serving people at a very high level. This is amazing content. I want to be... Uh, you know, I want to be in a relationship with this person. I want to bring them into my world. Okay. So now I have a focus. Okay. I'm not just randomly going around networking. And that's another thing I talk about in my book that networking is not about connecting with everybody, right? Right. Networking is very much like dating. Okay. That's the analogy I use because when you're dating, you're looking for the one person who turns around and says, where have you been all my life? As I call it, your person. Your person. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's what you want to achieve with networking. You want to have that connection. You're just like, this is amazing. You know, we need to stay in contact. And uh, so what I do is that, um, you know, I I identify the people that I want to connect with. I want to bring them into my world. And uh, then the first thing I do is I follow them on their platform most of them obviously are high level professionals and they're going to be on linkedin and you know they'll have like a facebook page or instagram posts and things like that so i try and follow them on wherever they're hanging out Mm -hmm. because i want to get access to their world i want to know what's going on i want to know what is happening and a lot of times where, you know, people like Dory or, um, you know, let's say Gene McNaughton, who was the international vice president of sales for all of Tony Robbins' companies, um, you know, they're very difficult to get a hold of. You know, they're the unreachable of the world. Um, mm-hmm. They are like the, the 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 people who, you know, are, are so, there's have so much demand of their time that they don't have time to be listening to, you know, the direct messages and likes on LinkedIn posts and, you know, little things that you know, norm, the normal advice you get. So what I do is I kind of follow them on, on their social media platform on their profiles and see what they're up to. And a lot of times I have to wait, I have to wait to, to find the right opportunity. And I'm what I'm sh- about to share with you is one of the strategies that's literally born me, um, you know, success almost a hundred percent of the time while connecting with super achievers. Yes, and there's a whole chapter about it in my book. And the strategy is very simple. It's the fact that you need to identify a time where super achievers are looking to connect with people. And that's usually when they're launching something Mm -hmm. new right? So it might be, of course, might be, you know, a, a new platform they're working on. Maybe it's a new project. Maybe it's a new podcast. Maybe it's a new book, whatever they're launching. So when they're launching, they looking to connect with people. So I just, I, I, I have to wait, okay? And I have to find the right sort of time. And when, when I see that they're building this up and they're launching, I, you know, they'll start to see my name creep into their posts. I'm commenting, I'm sharing and things like that. And um, then when, you know, I know they're really gearing up, I would reach out, but I already know what I'm going to connect them with. I have, I have a focus now. Like with Dory, I know I have a focus. She's launching her book. I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to just like, I would, I would, you know, like to see if you are, you know, looking for podcast interviews. I know your book is coming out and, um, you know, I, I know some great, uh, people who have amazing podcasts, they have amazing audiences, which will be a perfect fit for you. Okay. And here are their profiles. Here are the names. So, you know, I tell them a little bit about like, you know, one or two people, not many, cause they haven't got time to go through right. 30, just two, three key people. And then for example, they can see the profiles of those people. They can see that I'm offering really high level value connections. And that's the easiest way to start a conversation. Okay. So stop there for a second. Cause this is really, really good stuff. Okay. So you've been following
0: that person you're not actually connected to them.
1: So This is is for the first time when when you've never reached out to them before. Like, you know, for the first time. Right, so now, but then now when you're reaching out, have you connected with them?
0: Or are you sending them a message as a follower?
1: So definitely I'm connected with them. Okay, so after you've been...
0: After you've followed them for quite a while, you then, when you think the time is right for this offer of value to them, you reach out to connect with them. Is that correct? Like I'm thinking LinkedIn because that's where I hang out. But um, um, And then when you reach out to connect with them, do you ever have anyone say no or ignore you or do you have to wait the while until they actually see it, right?
1: So um, I'll 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 quickly just summarize the the process and then I'll 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 share a story with you. So okay. what I do is I I follow them, I you know, go on their content, I comment, I share, et cetera. So they start yes. to be familiar with my name and then I just reach out and you know do a connection request on it. And, uh, So, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of like getting your foot in the door. They're literally sure. kind of welcoming, welcoming you into their world at that point. Right. right. But because they're familiar with my name, they kind of see this person's commenting, this person's sharing my contact, this person's engaging. So yeah, they will accept that. They're very likely to accept that. And so once they accept that, then I will drive the conversation further. And the great thing about LinkedIn is that when you send a connection request, it allows you like a 300 character message that you can send with that connection request. And so well, that's, that's true.
0: That's, that's true. But I, okay, I should let you finish because I don't usually um, suggest that people write a lot there because most people don't read it. It's no, the I- next message that becomes important
1: in my mind. Absolutely. But I think that it, 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 that's a great opportunity to just kind of give a little bit of on uh, background to, you know, the fact that you've engaged I, in policy. Yeah, I listened to your interview on this thing and it was absolutely it. fantastic. I took action on these steps. Uh, really useful. And uh, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to connect. And so just a yeah, flatter just a simple them. message. Yeah. In a way, sure. yeah, in a nice yeah. way. Yes, yeah, uh, so of course. So that's, that's a great opportunity to, to have that on LinkedIn, especially if you're LinkedIn. I know you're a LinkedIn expert, Janice. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not kind of, you know, saying that I, I am a LinkedIn expert. I'm just saying. Oh, this no, is no, 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 that's fine. Yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So in terms of the waiting game, um, I'll, I'll tell you a story and this is a story with yeah. Jean McNaughton. Um, Jean McNaughton is, is somebody who's truly, truly amazing. Um, you know, he was the international vice president of sales for all of Tony Robbins' companies. He's worked with Chet Holmes and John Assaraf. And, you know, he's built multiple companies. And uh, he was actually the person who took Gateway Computers from like a startup to 11 billion. Wow. Right. And so he, he's, he's just at another level. And um, I wanted to connect with Gene. And so how do I do it? And so I I I, I waited. I, I tried to you know reach out to him and you know uh, do the the post and the, this method that I just explained didn't work mm-hmm. with Gene because he's just mm-hmm. too busy. Nobody can get access to Gene. No one can get access to because he's working on very very high level projects that demand all of his attention. He starts at like five o'clock in the morning and you know, he finishes very, very late and he's got family commitments and he's got kids. And you know, along with that, he's, he's just impossible to get a hold of him. So you know, whilst he was quite keen to talk to me, it just, he just have to, he's just like, I'm sorry, I have to cancel this. I'm sorry. We can't, you know, get this done. Even though I said, look, I'll love to interview you and we'll do this. I know you have a book coming out, so it'll be great to actually promote that and I can connect you with a few people. And he was still like, yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. But I have to cancel. I have to. So this happened for two years, Janice. Happened two for two years. years. Wow. Two years I waited and I shared this story in my book as well. I waited two years to connect with Gene. But after the two years, um, I, I, because I was, you know, consistent and he was familiar with me and he knew I was offering him value and I wasn't backing off. And when he said, no, I didn't just like, okay, that's it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm done now. I Obviously I totally understand his time and my time are a completely different value, you know, completely different, you know, entirely different situation. You know, I cannot, I cannot equate them. So I, I was just patient and I was just offering him value. And I was just offering to say, look, I I'll, I'll love to, you know, make sure that, you know, we connect you with some amazing people, promote your book. Um, I actually pre-ordered his book and I, you know, did that. I also read the book and left an amazing Amazon review, wow. right? Like it was like over a, more than it's one and a half pages, but it was really, wow. really detailed and it's exactly what I took action on and what results I got and why it's so good and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It was very detailed. And then finally, after two years, after we consistently added value to him, he's like, let's do it. And Did so he I...
0: initially reach out through LinkedIn? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to be clear on that. Okay, yeah, yeah I go ahead. He said, let's of do it.
1: Success. Sure, 80% no. of my success came from LinkedIn. Um, okay. and, uh, the crazy thing is that once I connected with Gene, again, he got really busy and, you know, I was busy with myself and, you know, it, it, we, we kind of didn't stay in touch as, as I usually like to stay in touch. But, um, when I talked to him about my book and I was like, I'm writing the book and I would love to just kind of, you know, have you as a part of it. And, you know, would you like to contribute X, Y, Z. And he's a contributing author to my book, by the way, along with right. and several others, because, uh, I have a whole, um, um, contributing author section in my book. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I told him about the book he actually said you know I've got 15 minutes between meetings just jump on a call with me I want to talk to you and I was like okay don't know what this is about maybe he's got some questions sure um let's do it and then so he's like uh okay um can you do it today and I was like uh, this is Strange. Okay, sure. You know, if you want to do it today, we can do it. I thought he'd do it like next month sometime. You know, yeah, yeah. he's like, "No, let's do it today." So I was like, "Okay, let's do it." So we'll do it today, and uh, we jumped on a call. And um, Gene was like, "Look, um, I launched my book in two thousand eighteen, and uh, you know, I, I became an international bestseller. And so I want to know what you're doing because I want to I want to make sure that you also become an international bestseller." And Janice, he spent an hour with me just taking me behind the scenes and just talking about, have you done this? Have you done this? Watch out for this. What about this? Have you covered this? Have you spoken about it? like literally he spent an hour with me breaking things down and just making sure I'm taking the right steps for my book to become an international bestseller. And he gave me some homework. He's like, you need to do this. You know, have you thought about praise? Have you talked about testimonials? Have you thought about this? You need to get this done. What are you doing? And I was like, Yes, a good point. I was too busy with so many other things. I've, I haven't done this. And she's like, Well, you need to do this. If you're going to be an international bestseller book, you need to get these things done. And so it, it was because of Gene that I have this testimonial section in my book, literally. Because wow. Of and
0: he didn't have to do that. But no. you had been so persistent, but in a kind and positive way and patient. Something must have triggered him that day, something that he had to he felt he had to reach out he had to do something positive for someone yeah wow exactly. that's a great story a great story and um yeah i you know good people are good people right
1: they're just good, good people exactly and and i think when when they sense that in you that you're yes. also somebody who, who's kind of vibrating at their frequency, um, yes. they, 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 they love connecting with you and they, and they wanna add value. And this is something, again, I talk about in my book because there's a study from, I believe the University of New South Wales, where they found out that we have a very highly evolved sense of intuition and it only improves and gets better through experience and exposure. And so when we connect with somebody, we can tell from a mile away if they're faking it, if they're putting yes. it on, if they have an agenda, if, if yes. you know, they've, they've, they've got some other, you know, uh, idea behind it, they're, they're trying to achieve something, right? So we can tell that a mile off and, and that's like actual proven study, you know, that, that shows... Um, we we have a very highly evolved sense of intuition. So when people are going and connecting with people and trying to network and trying to build connections and trying to get a sale out of this and whatever, you know, you have to let go of that very short-term mindset. You really need to think long-term because Gene would not have done that if I hadn't invested two years of my life Mm -hmm. just trying to reach out and help him and offer value. Such a good point. I
0: mean, that you'd mentioned two things right from the beginning that that i really live by one is curiosity that's my favorite word and i love being curious and finding out things about people and i feel that through my intuition i bring out things in people that they're not expecting to tell me certain things you know they just met me why are they telling me this story because somehow i've allowed that comfort level for them that they do and the second thing is um authenticity, because again, you can smell it a mile away if you wow. are a caring people person, when someone has an ulterior motive or a hidden agenda. And I think I learned that. And I think we all learn most from experience, but I think I learned that early on in my podcasting career that, you know, there were people who just wanted a, a platform that really never, they never even promoted it. Uh, you know, the podcast themselves, because they didn't, it wasn't about that for them. And it wasn't about helping me get another audience because that's really part of podcasting is to, is to number one, I love interviewing people and and interesting people and sharing, you know, people I have met and helping their cause. But it also, we have to be honest, it's also to broaden your uh, reach in different places with different people, because you never know what it can bring to you.
1: So, you know, we have to be honest about it for sure. Um, Absolutely. And uh, just just quickly want to touch on one thing, Janice, is the fact, you know, when you say you have an intuition to bring out uh, things in people that they might not share otherwise. Um, Do you remember the introduction that I made between you and Dory Clark? And I, yes. I, I specifically mentioned the fact that it's it, you have a very special presence. Your presence helps people feel very calm and very welcome, and they yes. just cannot help but fall in love with you. <laughs> yes, that was I, I would... what my introduction was because that's exactly what you do.
0: Well, thank you, and and that's that's so um, humbling in a sense because in in a way, you have a strong intuition too, as we have discovered, but also be beca- or uncovered because um, we hadn't we've had a couple of conversations, but we don't know each other super, super well. And to be able to feel that comfortable to introduce someone to your inner, you know, people, you have to feel that it's right. I know that I protect my network from people that are going to do the wrong thing or not, Mm. you know, Mm. hold me. So you have to feel very comfortable and confident that they will, you know, um, present well, because you are, you know, giving up your special people to somebody. And, and that's something, yeah, that, you know, I, I'm sure you hold dearly in your, um, X, as we say in the old days but you know in your uh, circle in your phone contacts whatever um so oh there's so many things um i think that you've shared you've shared with us some things from your book that are really really um useful tips that people can take away um I want to ask you about, you know, the world is getting back into, I mean, I think it is into face-to-face situations now after where we've been for 18 months. Um, When you go to a face-to-face networking event, how do you maneuver the event? And do you go, have you done your homework first um, as like who you want to meet that's there, or do you just go and, you know, play it by ear?
1: What do you do? Okay. So um, first of all, I'm going to say there's an entire section of my book with three chapters about attending, attending Perfect. Formal, Perfect. formal events in person. One is about attending informal events in purpose, person and one is on attending virtual events. So I've got chapters on each with tips, with strategies, with everything that I do personally, how I prepare for them. um, You know, what do I do before? What do I do during the event? What do I do after the event? It's very systematic, very formulaic, um, you know, a a fantastic blueprint for people to follow because there's an entire section with three chapters in it just dedicated to that. Um, So a few things I'll share with you. If you're attending a physical event, the first thing you want to know you want to identify in a way is whether is it is it a big sort of like a formal event like a conference, um, you know, so typically those big events that happen with loads of speakers and it's very sort of just systematic and formulaic, etc. Or is it maybe more of like an informal kind of get together, get to know each other and, and kind of mingle sort of event? If it's a formal event, the preparation that you have to do is you know much more. Uh, rigorous compared to an informal event. And uh, what I really like to do is, you know, here's here's, here's a few things. I'll share a few quick things with you. Number one, reach out to the organizers. And I really want to know who's talking, who are the people who are coming there and speaking um, and uh, delivering presentations, because they're going to be the super achievers, right? Those the people I want to connect with. All right. So the the big thing to uh, realize here, the big turbocharged takeaway I have for people is that the most important thing at those events is not the content. It's the contacts that you can. Yes. Right. Yes. So that's what you want to do. You want to reach out to the organizers. You want to get a list of people who are speakers or who are delivering workshops, et cetera. Then you want to actually, you know, do the same thing. You want to follow them on social media, see where they hang out, what's happening in their world. They're giving up this event. They're probably promoting the event and talking about it, et cetera. They're putting up posts. So you want to be commenting, you want to be sharing that, et cetera. And then you want to send a connection request. And then this is is something that I've used very successfully myself. You want to reach out to them and you say, um, what do you need help with? I know you're turning for this, you know, coming to this big event, and you've probably got a lot going on, and you're also preparing for this event. Um, you know, what are you working on? You know, is there anything that you need help with? Um, and you, you just kind of reach out with that open value thing, and you, you know, say, is there anything else that that I can do for you? Share your posts, etc. You can put a few small examples there. And quite a lot of times they reply back and say, thank you so much. I don't think I need any help right now. I just really appreciate you reaching out to me. Um, that's fantastic. And um, if you're attending the event, let's connect there. Yes. Now, the, the great thing is that when you go to the event, what happens is the, the speaker comes on, they, they deliver the presentation, etc. So there might be some time for Q&A, right? Um, so I'm going to share two more things. One... As soon as you get a chance for Q&A, put your hand up, grab a hold of the mic or whatever you know, system they have, and then you want to introduce yourself very purposefully. Mm-hmm. I am so-and-so, okay? Mm-hmm. And I am looking for to surround myself with these kind of people. This is what I'm working on right now. Okay. And then I have this question for you. Okay. That's the rough format. I've got examples and things of like that in the book mm-hmm. in a bit more detail, but that's the rough format. The reason is you just introduce, introduce yourself to the speaker. Also the whole room, you told them exactly what kind of people you're looking to connect with and what you're working on. So they're going to be looking to connect with you now yes. instead of you connecting with them. And the other cool thing is that that will probably trigger in that speaker's memory. If they remember mm-hmm. your name, say, Oh, so that's that person and so as soon as they're coming off the stage you can walk up to them shake their hand and be just like hey that was fantastic you know etc and a lot of times people have actually greeted me by my name oh talal you know I'm so glad you're here etc um, and yeah awesome. so those few strategies you know I can share this there's three whole chapters about it on, on different things but definitely few few those things I'll share with you right now
0: that's amazing and, and uh, you know I over the years I've been I've taught people networking um, strategies as well. And one of the things that that I say is that you have to do your homework before you go to an event and make sure that, you know, when you're there, that you're going to Um, And and again, it could be like a Chamber of Commerce event. It doesn't even have to be one of those big um, conferences, but it, it requires work ahead. And when you're there, really who you want to speak to are the speakers, the organizers, the registration people, and the people who are the hubs, the people that know people. And so the registration people can help you know who those people are especially in a local event right and so you can um, make sure that you meet with them but those are amazing that's an amazing tip it makes me want to buy your book and I hope it makes my audience want to buy your book because I can tell it's full of um, useful um, uh, practical things that you can uh, take to uh, your networking and so you know this has been amazing we could go on for hours I know because we both feel the same way about um, networking, and as you say, turbocharging your networking, and building relationships. And I want to ask you just one, one more thing regarding that is um, when you make the connection, when you have that first conversation with somebody, or when you are able to provide something of value for them, how do you stay connected? What do you do to follow up? And do you have a, um, a system around that, or do you you know, how do you deal with follow-up?
1: Yes. Yeah, so that's a great question, Janice. And, um, uh, what I'm going to say is, um, I, 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 believe that it depends on the situation. It depends on the person. It depends on how you connected, why you connected and several other things. Um, so, you know, I, I'll, I'll share, you know, uh, sort of like the 44,000 level point of view, and then I'll, I'll share something specific. So from the 44,000, you know, level point of view, you want to, you obviously want to stay connected. And what you really want to do is you want to develop and you want to deepen the connection Mm -hmm. over the long term. So what I'm looking to do is that how can I add long-term value, LTV? That's another thing I talk about in my book, how to add long-term value, LTV to that person to maximize their return on investment, ROI. Because they're investing their time to get to know you and spending time with you. And so I need to know how I can maximize their return on their investment of time, okay? If they're spending Mm -hmm. time with me and mm-hmm. so you know for some people it's just the fact that you know to stay in touch it, you know you 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 send them messages regularly and uh, you know it, in in some cases i've sent messages and we're just been talking about cats because i love cats and you know somebody else right. loves cats and they post their pictures on on uh, on instagram of two with cats and we're just like oh I saw this picture, pictures fantastic you know so, doing this, etc. And, you know, eventually that led to like, you know, can I have your address? I'd love to send, you know, some presents for your cats. And then me <laughs> like, you know, buying presents like little laser toys and wrapping them up in sugar paper and writing a handwritten note with, you know, lots of care and special boxes that I had, you know, for those cats and wrapped it up nicely and send it off. And so it can, it can be a connection like that. You know, you over the long term, you you stay in touch, you know, it doesn't have to be all about business and all talk about, you know, how can I, how can I, how can you know, add value to this person by, you know, introducing them to awesome people and do this. And do, it doesn't have to be that. It just could be just, it's a human connection. That's the core yeah. message of my book human connection through care, value, and service, whatever form it takes. Could be that. In some cases, it's the fact that over the long term, one of the most successful things, and this is the specific thing that I'm, I want to talk about because the previous thing was just like, well, it depends. Right. Um, And I shared an example. So here's another example, but this is a very specific one. It's the fact that the best strategy i'm going to share my best strategy again this is uh, something i've mentioned in my book the best strategy i have for people is just the fact that if you are truly somebody who is focused on building human connection and networking your network would be growing all the time you'd be connecting with amazing people and so all you really have to do is connect them with other amazing people mm-hmm. and that's seems the way you Doesn't nice. it? it seems really simple, simple. Yeah. Exactly. So if somebody is looking for, you know, they're launching their course, they're launching their podcast, they're launching a, you know, a, a, you know they've gained a new, um, you know, contract, they're, uh, you know, working on a new project, whatever they're working on. Uh, one of the key things they're probably looking for is exposure. So mm-hmm. if I can connect with other people who can either solve their problem or give them exposure, like, you know, a, a podcast host, yeah. fantastic. And amazing. that's just adding long-term value to them over a very long period of time. And so they see you as a person of value. And that's the critical thing. Not what you think of yourself. It, right. They have to see you as a person of value over the long term. Exactly. That's what, that's what really builds that relationship.
0: Well, this has been amazing because I feel as though you have given great value to my audience with um, all of your tips high level ones and detailed ones amazing and uh, I, I so wish you well with your book and as I said earlier turbocharged networking is uh, probably out on the Amazon will it be on Amazon
1: Yes it yes will be and out on there, your web. Yeah.
0: and your uh, turbochargednetworking.com is also is that a place where people can buy your book as well?
1: Yes, so that that is the place uh, where we initially set up a landing page for people to do pre-orders. But oh, right. uh, if, if if the book is launched, then the best way is to probably just just go go to Amazon. Um, but you know we, we'll still we'll still have the option for people to go there and, and buy the book. Um, and uh, I'm I'm actually hoping to set up a blog where you know I I, I talk about different conversations that I'm having with people, taking them behind mm-hmm. the scenes, um, and uh, just sharing some ideas of like what those conversations really look like.
0: Okay, that's, that's great. I will put that information in the show notes as well. And one last question before you go. Um, I'm always curious, I know you're really busy and focused right now on your book, but are you primarily a reader, a podcast listener or an audio book listener or a video
1: watcher of, of information? How do you get your information? Um, I don't know what answer you're expecting from me, Janice, but what I'm going to say is I don't care what medium it takes. Um, I, have a, I come from a place of curiosity. I have a passion for learning and just you know, finding out about uh, not, not, not necessarily just about what I do, like networking, um, yeah. but I just have a passion for learning about people. I just want to connect right. with people and learn about so what? Is,
0: so what are? who are you studying right now or what are you reading right now? Because see, that's why I asked the question because I don't know. You might not be reading, but.
1: So the you... audiobook I'm listening to right now, actually re-listening to right now is uh, called Captivate from uh, Vanessa Van Edwards. And uh, it's uh, the science of succeeding with people. The book is about the science of succeeding with people. And Vanessa Van Adver is truly amazing. That's another person I want to connect with at some point. So I'm listening to the book and and hoping to to reach out to her at some point. Uh, The book that I'm actually physically reading, the physical book that I'm reading is uh, called... um it's it's actually by chet holmes i think the ultimate sales machine by chet holmes mm-hmm. that was recommended to me by gene mcnaughton actually because he's worked with chet holmes previously so he's like that chet holmes book is amazing you should read that so i'm reading um chet holmes book uh the ultimate sales machine and uh the podcast that i'm listening to right now is uh, the big one that i've been i've been listening listen to you know episodes of your podcast and few other podcasts but the main one i'm listening to right now is entrepreneurs on fire because uh, oh. next month in August, I'm actually going to be interviewing John Lee Dumas. Who's that's the right. The yes, Fox. yes.
0: So you're going to interview him. I'll be curious to know, are you going to have a, um, a a conversation different to what he does, where he asks the same questions, really, of everybody, doesn't he? Because I listened to his podcast for a long time as well. He's interesting, but he does. And, and for me, that's not my style, so um, yeah. So you have to let me know. I'll be curious to listen to that when it, uh, when it airs and okay. I, I lie one more question because I have to, what are are you reading to your kids?
1: (laughs) I love that. Um, so with my kids that that's, uh, that's an interesting one. Um, I spend a lot of time with my kids and, and, um, you know, one of the things I try to do is, get them to, um, be familiar with other mediums. Um, so, you know, for example, going on Udemy and, and doing a digital course or listening to podcasts. Um, you know, listening to audio books. Uh, my son, he's, he's reading a book right now on, uh, you know, how to build YouTube videos and build a YouTube channel. Uh, he's nine, by the way. Um, yes. So, you know, I, I get them ex- kind of exposed to many different things. Um, so one of the, one of the recent ones that I've read uh, with them is uh, a series. Um, it's called uh, um, Clever Tykes, I believe Clever Tykes. Um, and uh, it's it's, storybooks written by and i'm so sorry the the name skips my mind now um but these books are actually for kids and they're stories about uh, children finding entrepreneurial opportunities in different ways. Like somebody goes into coding and, uh, you know, they love coding, they love computers, they learn about coding, they start coding and they s- end up, you know, s- developing a product that they can sell or, uh, a little girl who is- walks her own dogs and finds an opportunity where other people are too busy walking their dogs. So she starts a business, you know, walking mm-hmm. everybody's dogs in her neighborhood. And so I, I read that series with my kids. Um, that was a fantastic one. And I am so sorry <clears throat> The, the 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 um this a co- is co-authored by uh two people and their names skip my mind i apologize but it's, it's i think a hike series and there's a podcast around it as well um and uh the it it actually came from a book that they wrote called how to raise entrepreneurial kids i read that book blew my mind and it's got so many amazing tips around that how to raise entrepreneurial kids um and um, so that's how I found out about the books because it was written by one of the authors. Um, and uh, I, I got that whole series, the Clever type series. Now about- you've got my
0: mind going that yeah. I've already written down three things I want to connect with you for about your kids to share with you um, a video series, a youth academy in Australia that a friend of mine ran for children to teach them to be on- entrepreneurs. Wow. And um, a guy from here who Uh, did a TED talk on entrepreneurial kids. It's really fascinating. He's very good. And so I want to share those with you. And um, lastly, because I keep saying that and here we still are, but I I can't help myself.
1: (laughs) Um, That's okay, John. Go for it. Is when
0: I was, when I was teaching elementary school, um, I loved And I still do love reading kids' books and reading books to children. But one of the things that I really love to do, and you're probably familiar with um, Roald Dahl, D-A-H-L, the children's author, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. and his books like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and James and the Giant Peach, and there's others as well, um, lend themselves so well to reading a chapter and leaving the kids like in the palm of your hand to say, Oh, no, read the next bit, read the next bit. And you say, Nope, tomorrow night, we'll read the next bit. And I love that suspense and building that suspense and also teaching them a good book, a way of a good book, right? And those books, any books that you can read, um, that show them that the suspense or the the path, the journey that the character is going on, I think is really cool as well. And so they're learning without really openly learning. Right. Mm. So I just want to put that to you because it sounds like you're doing a lot of um, teaching with your children. But these books are also really fun to read. So yeah. I just wanted
1: to put that yeah. out there. No, I I, so, I, I appreciate yeah. you sharing that, Janice. And I do a lot of stuff with my kids. And maybe we need to have another conversation I around that. Yes. Um, but uh, I'm very much, um, you know, focused on developing their mindset and developing frameworks. So, you know, I, I put them to some pretty hard... Th- I'm a boxing coach, you know, and I do MMA I myself. So uh, yeah. you know, I put them through some pretty rigorous, you know, physical training. They do MMA, they do boxing, they do wrestling, they do gymnastics, they do swimming, they do horse riding. Um, you know they do a bunch of stuff and you know they're six and nine and uh, you know we have a lot of fun we play video games and we read books and we listen to podcasts together we listen to audiobooks together we talk about different things today I actually got them making calls because I I was uh, we're we're taking uh, you know inventory of the some of the libraries and bookshops around here where I can potentially reach out to and and, uh, you know talk about my book once it's launched and yeah um, yeah, I I got I gave them the the numbers I'm like hey you know I need their email addresses and this is the scripted need to Love it. Uh, yeah leave some. this is how you leave a voicemail and this is what you need <laughs> to say when they ask why and stuff and yeah i just got got them to and so they they uh, you know my six-year-old took half the calls my nine-year took the other half of the calls and i was just in the room just kind of in the background supervising and they, they you know left voicemails and took notes and you know there you go i don't know if you can see that right now janice um because no because you no, my background but yeah they've, they've yeah. taken like notes in their kind of like spidery writing yes. which is super yes cheap. and so I, I love them it. involved in all sorts of things
0: I love it well thank you so much for sharing that too because I love listening to things about kids so thank you for your time thank you for your expertise thank you for your um, knowledge and value that you brought to the table and I'd like to just um Thank my audience for being here. It's a long one today, but it's worth it. So I'm glad you stayed with us. And please let us know uh, your thoughts by leaving a review. And we appreciate you. And remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device